Get My Therapy on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you get your podcasts. On this episode, we're speaking with Keith Anderson. He is the founder of the international mental health awareness firm, Worth Living. Check out more at worthliving.co. Joining us on the phone for this uh, episode of the podcast is Keith Anderson. He is the founder of the international mental health awareness firm Worth Living. Keith, thank you for joining us. Well, Justin, thanks for having me on. Okay, great opportunity to engage more people in the conversation of mental health awareness for sure. So it's a great opportunity. Thank you very much. Yeah, and uh, we have a we have a kinship both in Nova Scotia. What part of the province are you in? I'm in Sydney which is in, on Cape Breton Island, okay, and uh, the weather's getting better, slowly, but getting there, so it's, yeah, it should be a good spring, I hope. I feel like it's always slower in Cape Breton. Uh, it is, <laughs> yeah. for sure, yes. Yeah, I love the Cabot Trail, we did that a few years ago, and... Uh, oh, beautiful. Unbelievable. Scenery in the, in the, in the summer months and, and the autumn, it's just phenomenal, yes, yeah. It's yeah. right up there with what the best that I've seen in the world. I've, I haven't traveled much, but I've been to to yeah. uh, Vancouver Islands, one of my favorite places in the world, and sure. uh, Athens, Greece, Santorini, Greece, and uh, Cabot Trail are all up there uh, high on the list. Yeah, Cabot Island often makes like the top three islands in the world on, on many travel surveys and such, so hey. Nice. We'll take it for sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the topic of our conversation today is not travel. So uh, we'll get to the get to the meat <laughs> of it now. Uh, we are uh, we're, we're pleased to be joined uh, by you, uh, Keith, and uh, fascinated to know more about uh, your personal story and your organization worth living. So let's start with uh, you. I, I've read a little bit about you and uh, your story about uh, mental your mental health. Uh, so can you sure. tell our listeners? Okay. Um, well. I'm a lawyer by profession, okay, and in, in, in 2003, my life came undone, okay, uh, um, um, and that was a culmination of many years of, of depression. I did not know I had depression. I just thought I had a horrible, miserable life, and it slowly got worse and worse, and the, the, the trigger of it all, okay, was the death of my father in 1992 at the age of 59, okay, quite, you know, quite young to, to, you know, to go. I was 31. Um, my mother was a widow at the age of 53, and his death changed my everyday life. I was a lawyer. I did a lot of real estate law. Okay, he was a realtor, so professionally we were in contact every day, personally the same. Okay, so, you know, always around in each other's lives. So when, when he suddenly died, it was, it was rough. It was, it was terrible. It was, it was devastating. And like I said, it, I, I slowly got miserable, horrible life. Um, I cut off friends, I cut off relationships. Um, I would, you know, as, as a lawyer, I would do like 10-hour days, okay, practicing at a high level, okay, you know, successful law firm. I was a senior partner, you know, doing wonderful things in terms of practice. Then I would drive home in the evening and be in tears, be emotional. I would not sleep that night. I wouldn't eat. And that went on for, for you know, a number of years, okay? Not, not every night, but... In coming on the hand pretty much every night, okay? I may sleep for an hour, get up in the morning, okay, collect myself, go to the office, okay, take a breath in the parking lot and say, okay, another day, let's go. I would go in and pretend that my life was grand, okay, and, and take on clients and take on whatever. No fear there at all. And then in 2003, I was diagnosed on a Friday morning. I remember it well. 
by my family doctor, Bobby Cohn. He'd been my doctor since I was a, you know, a teenager, so he knew me quite well for like 30 years or more. And I spent a half hour with, with, with him. Okay, now, I don't know about where you are, but where I live, you know, a half hour meeting or appointment with your family doctor, that's a long time. Usually you're in up like five, ten minutes or so. So, you know, and we got talking about, you know, where my life was and so on, okay, and he diagnosed me with, you know, severe depression. And the following Tuesday afternoon, okay, my career was gone as a result. That's another podcast if you want, okay. <laughs> that's a long one. Um, and that evening at my sister's house in Halifax, I had what I call a mental breakdown. Everything just came undone. Okay, I couldn't think. I couldn't. Just everything. Just, just my mind was just, just spinning. Okay, and so you know, pretty rough five days. Okay, not my best week for sure. And um, pretty emotional time. Um, I'd spend. I would spend the next three months or so in bed. Okay, pretty much. Um, the next couple of years, pretty much in the house. Okay, but for you know. Um, therapy, okay, <laughs> therapy became um, my holiday of my week. Now, when therapy is a holiday of your week, you know you're in a bad place, okay? And, and um, I'm going to get emotional a bit here, so you know, bear with me at times, please. And, um, um, you know, the bar side here were, you know, very good to me. They, they, they would check in. They would call and see how I was doing, for example, okay? They gave me a list of psychologists to contact uh, through the, the assistant program, okay, for help. And uh, the, the therapist that I, you know, you know, came in touch with, her office was in her house just around the corner from, from the law school where I went to, where I attended. So kind of familiar turf, if you will. Okay, so it was kind of a, you know, you know a good place for me to go. I would see her um, once a week for two years. I would then see her once a month for another year. Okay, pretty intense therapy for sure. I was on medication. It made me eat and sleep. Um, I needed both. Um, it had to be, you know, done, the, the dose had to be you know, upgraded a couple of times. And then one year we weaned off with my doctor's guidance, and I've not, I'm not on it, okay? Um, um, my therapist was phenomenal. Okay, we connected. Um, um, I was fortunate in many regards um, in terms of therapy. I, I had I could afford to pay my therapist privately. I did not go into the healthcare system. Okay, I did not know there there was a healthcare system crisis. Okay, at that time, because um, I had the means by which to, to you know you know to pay her privately. I had my family. Okay, my sister, my mother, my sister's husband, and who, who you know their children. Okay, we were only teenagers back then, and they were told about my illness. Okay, they were told that Keith has depression. Okay, he had a breakdown, and and. We're going to try to figure out what we can do here now. So they were brought into the loop, you know, early on, which I thought was phenomenal to, to you know, have them, you know, just, you know, part of the discussion, okay? And at times, honestly, they had good ideas as to what to do for me, okay? You know, even as teenagers, they were super. And then um, I had two friends. Now, I'm a, I'm a lawyer in a small city, okay, um, for many, many years, not being vain, but many people knew me, and I knew many people, colleagues, clients, friends, whatever, okay? I had two people come forward to help, both of whom were not in the inner core of friends, if you will, 
but in, in sort of like the next layer. And again, both of whom came and said, we don't know what to do, but we'll figure it out. Okay. Now, my guess is if I'd had cancer, there would have been a queue at lunchtime and after work for people to come visit me. But depression, you're just shunned. Okay. I was hurt. I was upset. I was, you know, emotional about it. Okay. It was because with depression, you feel isolated anyhow, right? Mm. And then to have, you know, no friends show up. All of a sudden, it's like a, it's like a, a double hit. You know, just, just you know, a lot to, to handle. And one friend of the two, he, he often just you know, take me for a drive. He said, look, I have to go pick up something, okay? You know, um, I'll be, uh, uh, you know, we'll make pick up and we'll go, we'll, we'll go for an hour or so, okay? And it'd be incredible. I would leave the house. <laughs> you know, that was something to celebrate. I would leave the house for, for like an, an hour or so, okay? And we, we chatted about some stuff and I'd, I'd see what was happening in, in the city and so on. I mean, that was amazing. You know, a simple thing like that by him was, was a huge help, you know? Therapy became something to celebrate. Now, normally, therapy and, 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 and celebration, those two words kind of don't go together, okay? You know, it just, it just doesn't mix. But that's what it turned out for me. Because each session, okay, my mother would come with me usually in case that session did not go well. And we would, uh, yeah, the session went well. So after the session, we, I'd be feeling a bit better, okay, you know, some, some baby steps to get to, to on, on the path there to recovery, hopefully, and, and some, some positive uh, you know, comments from my therapist. And so mom and I would go for lunch somewhere. We hit every restaurant in Halifax, I think, over the course of the, of the two, two, three years. Because, you know, I felt good. Okay, we go eat something, okay? You know, and we kind of celebrate the fact that I'm getting healthier. I'm getting better slowly, you know? For me to even go into a restaurant, Justin back then was incredible. Still is, you know, to, to be able to experience that and, and and not have this, you know, anxiety. Okay, that this this self stigma that they, you just want to go home again. Okay, and hide away again. Okay, so so it became you know special. Okay, the restaurants that are special to me. I mean, and because they offered to me this discomfort, this, this safe place, this this good food and this good atmosphere. You know, so those kind of things were were, were important to me. Um. I'd go on forever, okay, as you can see. <laughs> um, and, and when people ask me you know, how I got healthy, um, I just mentioned family, therapy, okay, these two friends. But I worked at it. I worked hard to get healthy, okay. Um, i go for a walk. Now, I may not want to go for a walk that day, but I, I'd make the effort. Not always, okay, but I would... And if I left the house again, a big, a big, you know, a big step, and the conversation in my head would change. You know, I go to a park and walk along the water ramps, okay, or, or walk through the forest, you know, and, and see different things, and, and and maybe see the occasional person, okay, or some wildlife, and you, you your thought processes change because okay, you're 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 being stimulated by the outdoors, fresh air, a squirrel on or 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 a blue jay, whatever. You know, those kind of things, were, you, know, you wouldn't get them in your, in your bedroom, where I lived most of my life for a number of years. So, I mean, I worked at it. Like, you break a leg, you know, you don't run a marathon the next week. Mm. You go to physio, okay, you work at it, you go for walks, you kind of, you know, there, there, there's a process to it. And that's kind of how I approach, approach my depression, you know. 
um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what more. Um, yeah, you, um, there's lots I can say, that's for sure. Well, I, I, I appreciate your uh, your perspective on the, you know, taking it slow and understanding that slow and steady will get you back to where you need to be. And sure. uh, I really resonate with uh, what you're saying there about, uh, you know, it hurt you that uh, when you weren't well, no, it felt like nobody really responded to it. Like if you were, if you had a more commonly uh, perceived as a uh, terrible illness, that mm. everybody would jump to your support. But when, uh, when it's something like depression, uh, it seems like, uh, it doesn't, it's just not the same and you don't get the, you don't really get the, the support that you would hope you would need. And uh, yeah, I resonate with that because I've been there. And uh, yes, and yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, thank you for sharing that. Um, sure. When uh, when you were kind of when you were headed towards some of your worst experiences, when did you realize, and how did you realize that maybe there was more to this than um, just maybe a bad mood? Oh, let's see here. Um... Well, my, my, my dad died in 92, as I mentioned, and it was 2003, okay, when I was diagnosed, okay, so all those years, you know, I progressively got worse and worse, like I mentioned, okay, emotional, okay, um, insomnia, um, kind of relationships, I had this super star girlfriend, okay, this is a tough one, okay, because she was just incredible. And I can imagine her because she had given permission to do so, okay? And I often talk about her when I, when I give a presentation or if I write something, okay? Because it's, 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 it's personal. And, and, and it shows the impact of, of depression. And I cut off, you know, cut her off, okay? You know, the most common person I, I met in my life, I cut her off. Um, by 2003, um, things were getting pre- pretty dark. Um, suicide was, was being thought about planned but for my family my mother my sister and 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 her husband and kids as i said um it uh you know i wouldn't do it for them sort of okay you know i thought about them but that reason was 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 quickly going away you know and and then and i you know, that, that i wanted to die i just want the turmoil and angst in my head to go away you know this constant thinking and rushing and 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 thoughts and, and, and not sleeping and just this incredible, you know, exhausting turmoil. Um, and I had a complaint to the bar society. Okay. Um, not about a client. Okay. About, about myself and something I'd done. Okay. It was wrong and proper. I know all that now. Okay. At the time it made, in my head, obviously it made sense. Okay. And like any good lawyer at the time, I got a you know a good lawyer to help me. Okay, a lawyer that I did not know. Okay, we knew of each other, of course, but not we didn't do the same kind of work, so we didn't we weren't friends as such and so on. I remember I met him on a Wednesday. Okay, looked at everything, said like you know there is you know you know, you know your whole career, eighteen years, like you're, you're squeaky clean, like nothing. Okay, like, like you know. And his question was to me, you know, what happened? 
you know, it was, it was almost a personal question, not, not, not as much as, as, as a lawyer asking, asking, you know, a client. And I said, I have no idea. Okay. He said, I think I do. Okay. And he talked about depression. He talked about, and he knew, okay, whether it was through clients or, 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 or friends, or he knew, you know, more than I did about depression, I think. Okay. And what it can do and how it can impact your judgment. Okay. And, and so on. And he said, go see your doctor. Okay, so I did. Okay, and then as I mentioned earlier, the, the you know the sequence of events for, for for those five days in March, you know, um, you know, nobody likes to be complained about. Okay, to your governing body. Okay, I think the bar side I, I again understood depression better than I did. They were super. They were helpful. They were they checked in like I've said. Okay. And since as well, I've been on a panel with them. I wrote for the magazine about my journey, and yeah, they've just been, you know, you know, like I said, you know, I think they got it better than I did at the time because my head was coming undone. Um, so that's how it all surfaced, okay. And honestly, the complaint and the breakdown saved my life because if I had, if I hadn't been, you know, removed from that toxic atmosphere, if you will, or the toxic environment, okay, of practicing ten hours a day. Going home and then not sleeping and being emotional all night and not eating and and cutting out friends, all that stuff. Okay, if I, if I hadn't, you know, been removed from that, I wouldn't be here today. Wow. Um, yeah. It, it, wow. No. That's a, that's 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 yeah. incredible. That uh, yeah. we often yeah. hear about, uh, you know, somebody just. Um, you know, often people are just like they reach a breaking point and they have to go and, and deal with it on their own. But it sounds like you, you kind of fell into some supports that, that directed you where you needed to go. Like you just happened to come across a lawyer that uh, that was their advice. You know, often you're, you're seeking legal advice and they're giving you personal advice. And then mm -hmm. uh, you have the uh, the Bar Society supporting you along the way as well. It just seems like you kind of yes. you fell into it like maybe fell into is the wrong way to put it, but you just kind of happened upon a couple of uh, supportive uh, people or a couple or a supportive organization and, and just, it all kind of just fell together. Yes, exactly. That's okay. That's and, and, and people and, and, and groups that I, you know, had no interaction with, with prior to that. You know, I remember one lawyer, okay. <clears throat> for the bar, with the bar society. Okay. At the time. Okay. He, he said, you know, we, we were, you know, everything was, 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 was dealt with and such. Okay. And, and he said, look, you know, I, you know, I don't say anything else to you, but uh, as as, as, a, as a fellow person, okay, you know, um, um, Keith, go home and get healthy, okay. And his lawyer, his name is John Merrick, to learn Halifax, okay. And, and for him to acknowledge that I had an illness, that I had depression, okay, and, and to wish me, you know, good terms to go and go home and get healthy. I mean, I held on to that, 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 that you know, his his words to me for like years you know because somebody you know you know stepped out of the role okay of a lawyer and of, 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 of all that kind of stuff okay and as a person said to me look come get healthy okay um just amazing okay that somebody would take that, that. and at, at that at that time in my life you know the darkest period of my life okay you know and then for him to, to say that okay i mean it took him like 10 seconds Okay. He saw it in you immediately. But, oh, oh it, it, I held on. I still hold on those words. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I, I still get goosebumps when I think about them. Okay, being so kind and thoughtful and considerate. Okay, to wish me well. I mean, God, you know, when nobody else was. 
is a man who I did not know wishing me well. You know, and, and, and so-called friends did not. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, sometimes you, you get support from unexpected places. To that point, when, uh, in your life, uh, had you, you, you know, you talked about some suicidal ideation and sure. you kind of had the symptoms of depression. Uh, did you recognize that you had depression before that moment? I had no clue. Okay. I was very, you know, we talked about self-awareness. Okay. Back then, I had none. Thick-headed. Mm. I, I must have been. Okay. I mean, I not, didn't have a clue. Okay. Now, now, we're going back a number of years here, though, too, right? Okay. Back then, this was not discussed openly like it is now. Okay. We did not have campaigns and, and, and programs and, 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 and such, okay, where, where people, you know, talked about depression and mental illness and mental health challenges and so on, okay? Back then, it just wasn't a thing, okay? Um, um, and I remember um, when I started talking about it, Publicly, once I sort of got it back on my feet after a number of years of, of recovery, you know, other lawyers went, what are you doing? We don't talk about that stuff. Okay, even then they were saying, like, no, no, no we, don't, we don't go there, okay? And, and to some extent, that, that was the mindset, okay? You know, lawyers and other, other jobs, okay? You know, and not just, you know, you know, special to lawyers. But, yeah, you know, you, you, know, you, you put in your 60, 70 hours a week. Okay, you have clients, okay, and, 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 and you bill people and you make money and, and the whole thing, okay? I mean, you know, my so-called appearance back then was was phenomenal. I mean, I was, you know, 40 years old or thereabouts. Um, I had this, this incredible, like I said, special girlfriend, okay, just amazing, okay, big personality, super, I mean, just everything, okay, just you know, incredible. Um, I host on the lake. I had vehicles, I had trips, cash savings, um, yeah, you know, all the good stuff, all the good life. I go home and cry, like I said, and not sleep for days, you know. So, yeah, it's 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 kind of, yeah, that's sort of, you know, what my life was back then, you know, so. And was that just because of, uh, of maybe a lack of, of grieving process for the death of your father, or was there... Or was there more to it? Um, no, I, I think that was it. Okay, um, and I've you know I've had years to look back and think. Okay, and I've analyzed myself. Okay, like yeah. Okay, I'm like never before, and my life is an open book like never before. Obviously, here I am talking to 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 you and hopefully you know you know others as well. Um, I think that's what it was. Okay, and like I said, it changed my everyday life in so many ways. You know, interaction with him, seeing him every day, okay. And, you know, our family changed, of course, okay. Um, um, just so much, you know. And, and you know, back, like, you know, the other things in my life at the time. Like I said, I mean, you know, successful law firm, okay, the house, the, the property, um, you know, my girlfriend. I mean, everyone else was, like, you know, incredibly ideal, you know. But within myself, within my own mind, it was it was turmoil, it was angst, you know. And then like, it was it was just some parts of my mind worked, and some other, some others didn't. They were like fragments. And the last piece that I I, I was kind of holding on to was, was was practicing law. I mean, I could do that, 
you know, um, um, I could you know, take on like no fear there, clients, the whole thing. I mean, you, you know, phenomenal practice, but my personal life was 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 shattered. And I do. I think it was you know dealing with the grief, the grief process, and so on, and then just you know just so much, and and it just you know, you know came to a head basically, you know. How did you, uh, you had mentioned that you did a couple of years of, of intensive therapy. Was that all that you did to support your recovery or what else went into uh, getting back to health? Um, yeah, the therapy was, was, was critical, of course. Okay, uh, my family support. Okay, we did not know about mental illness. We, we learned as we went. But everybody, everybody was involved, like I mentioned, okay, um, um, which was, you know, necessary. I know others who did not have that, 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 you know, weren't fortunate to have that. Um, so the traditional stuff, like I mentioned, worked. Okay, now um, going for a walk, like I said, huge. Okay, um, um, you know, um, I also think that, you know, I uh, I got involved with some things, okay, once I got healthy, okay, and I thought, okay, now, how do I, what do I do now with my life, okay? This is like around 2007 or so, you know, the summer, that fall of, of that year. I mean, I know good talk. I did it for a living as a lawyer okay, for many years. I went, what, what, what do we want to do? Okay, you know, and, and uh, um, I thought, well, l- let me write something. Okay, I wasn't well, up for being in public anywhere or talking or I didn't have any opportunities anyhow. So it's a little article about my journey, as I call it. And I sent it to the local newspaper here. Okay, no response whatsoever. Okay. Well, what do I do? Do I do I, you know, just you know, let it go? Where, you know, I always like to think big sometimes. Okay, so it was a good thing I did because that's kind of you know, a sign of getting back on, on on my feet too. So I sent it to the National Post newspaper. They wrote back I think like the next day or so, and said, "Great, great article. Um, we're doing. We have a new series starting next month. It's called you know, bouncing back. People that have been through difficult times getting back on their feet." So it's good timing on my part that I hit them when they were doing a series, so that the market would, would, you know, would fit. And yeah, so in February of 2008, the National Post newspaper published this article. Now, the editor chose the title. Okay, um, I didn't, you know. And what she put in is the title is "How I Turned to Life We're Living." Okay, so and it, it meant so much. One to be, you know, in the newspaper. Okay, you know, um, but also that the, the editor understood what I was trying to say. That meant so much that somebody understood me. You know that you know that I, I am trying to you know regain a life that's worth living. I am trying to you know look at the positive side of this. Okay, and come, and come out of the darkness. Okay, and do something productive or something, you know, with my life. Okay. So, um, yeah, and so that was published, you know, what, 2008. And I, well, what do I do now? So I sent it to CMHA, Nova Scotia Division, okay? Um, I did not know anything about CMHA, okay? <laughs> Other than the fact I went online one night, okay, in, early on, okay, and read all the, the depression symptoms, and I matched every one. Like, oh, man, this is getting kind of, kind of close okay you know um i fit in you know quite well with the depression so yeah so i sent it to, to carol tuton the, the the director there 
And I said, I don't know what to do, but this is what I've done. And, uh, you know, hey, this is me. A little introduction kind of thing. She wrote back and said, hey, let's talk. Um, Carol was incredible to me. Okay, super kind, thoughtful, considerate, the whole thing. And, she, and so we, we met, okay, and she said, look, the CMA National Conference is coming up in Dartmouth in August. She would like to speak there. I mean, I hadn't left the host in five years, barely, okay, other than to go to Sobeys or chapters or that kind of thing. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, I was excited that I'd go anywhere, you know. <laughs> and um, so I, I spoke to about 20 people, okay, um, which was overwhelming. Okay, now I could do a courtroom five-day trial like nothing, okay? Like, yeah, I mean, it was fun to do. This was like, whoa, talking about myself was a whole different context. So I sat down the night before, and I mean, I'd written the, my, my presentation like a dozen times, okay, the two weeks prior. The night before I went, I went through it again and again and again, okay? you think I was preparing for a five-day trial. Hmm. And I, I did my, you know, 20-minute presentation, okay? And it was so cool that people at the conference, okay, all were there for mental health. It was like, wow, I'm kind of overwhelmed by the whole process. Like, geez, we're all here for the same kind of reason, you know? And met some great people, did my presentation, and went, went well, I guess. I mean, I kind of don't remember because it was all kind of, you know, a bit, hmm. a, bit, a, bit a bit much. And then Carol um, saw fit to invite me to volunteer a little bit on some committees and such, okay? So that was amazing to, to, to kind of, you know, get involved, okay? So by 2008, um, and 2009, I'm thinking, okay, what more? What, you know, what, what else is out there kind of thing, okay? I always had this in my head, <clears throat> I'm like, <clears throat> self-confidence and self-esteem and self-worth and self-respect. They're also big to me, you know? As a lawyer, I had them all kind of thing. I mean, like I said, kind of no fear. You know, you just kind of do stuff and you, the bigger the file, the better, and the, you just that's you know how I used to used to be. But I didn't have much of those that self confidence anymore. I mean, that was kind of shattered in the self esteem and, and self worth and such. I mean, just nil, negative, whatever, you know. And then I thought, you know, let's you know, let's see what we can do here, you know. And one day I'm on I'm online. Uh, my life was online, okay, because I mean I'm in bedroom pretty much most of the time. And I found the article that Glenn Close, the actress, had written, okay, in, in the Huffington Post about her sister Jessie, who has who has bipolar disorder, and Jessie's son Caleb, who has schizophrenia. And I thought, oh, that's kind of neat, you know. Website, kind of cool, okay. Incredible video that they did, okay, in in, in Grand Central Station, okay, in New York City, okay, but you know, um, um, this is kind of you know, you know kind of cool. And then I went to their Facebook page. Now, I was on Facebook, but not a whole lot. Okay, I hardly knew what it was. Um, um, I made a few comments for a few weeks. And I got a message one day from a woman called Nancy Evans. Now, Nancy is Glenn's assistant, saying, Keith, can we talk with you? I said, sure. I mean, I'll talk to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. You know? And, and, and so we spoke for about an hour. And then Nancy said, we'd, we'd like to invite you to be a volunteer with us. Okay. This is where I get emotional. Okay, so that's why the pause was there. Okay. Um, um, okay. Whew. And and um, um, 
I said, what does that mean? She said, we don't know. We're kind of learning. We just, you know, the group's just been formed. I've changed in mind. It's just been formed like a, a month before. We're, we're getting, we're learning this, what to do and so on. And we think you, you could, you could help us out. And, and, and I still, I'm still in touch with them. Okay. For, for a number of years, we went to conferences together. Okay. Glenn and Jesse, okay. Jesse came to Halifax. Okay. For a fundraiser for me. Okay. And spoke and so on. And just phenomenal people. Okay. You know, the other volunteers there were 10 in the U S and me in Canada, just good, good people. I learned a lot. And they wanted me to be involved. They asked me, what do you think of this? What's your judgment on this? And here's the situation. What should we do? You know, nobody asked me that in, 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 in six, seven years. Okay. For them to want me to be involved. Okay. You know, the self-confidence started to return. Self-esteem the same. Okay. I mean, somebody wanted me. My opinion meant something. Okay. My judgment meant something. I mean, I mean that was huge. Suddenly, okay. there's I mean, some self worth back again. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like you said earlier, I fit in somewhere, right? Mm. You know, I, I was accepted, I was understood, I, I was respected. You know, I didn't have that for for for, for many many years. So yeah, you, you, I belong somewhere. You know, and, and you know, I mean, yeah. You know, and that helped get me where I am, get me healthy, get me feeling better. Okay, yeah. You know, I was healthy, but there was like the higher level of health in terms of self-confidence and such. And that's what I was seeking back then. Kind of not knowing I was seeking it until it, it, it started to, to return, you know. And my voice got stronger, for example, okay. And I was a bit more – because as a lawyer, I was pretty forceful. You know, I mean, you just are, right? That's sort of, you know, how one is at times, you know. But in, in, in over, the, over the course after my breakdown, I mean, my voice was like meek and mild kind of thing. I just did not have the confidence to sort of say, hey, this is what I think, this is what, we're going, this is what we should do. Whereas they gave me the opportunity, many opportunities. You know, Glenn took us to New York City to meet all the volunteers one weekend, okay? You know, um, we went to a conference in Ottawa with them, you know, Jesse and, and Glenn and, 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 and Kaylin, okay, Jesse's son. We all met there in Ottawa for a few days. Um, I mean, just, just, yeah, you just, they welcome me, you know, and so many people with mental illness were not welcome. I mean, I just explained, you know, the, the two friends who helped me, only two, you know, I mean, we're not accepted. Mm. We are shunned. The stigma, I don't like the word stigma, I like the word discrimination, because that's really what it is. In my opinion, you know, when 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 somebody is shunned because of their illness, it's like being shunned because of your of your, of your gender or, or your race or whatever. Okay, you know, that's just not how one ought to be treated. But that's how I was treated. So when people accept me and welcome me, it's overwhelming. It's exciting. It's it's emotional. You know, um, um, yeah, you know, that's. Yeah, and still, I feel like that. Like I said, you know, earlier, I mean, with this opportunity, I mean, I, I, I truly mean, I'm grateful for this opportunity to be on your podcast. You know, somebody wants to, 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 to you know, to talk with me. Yeah, we're thrilled to have you. And uh, again, it's, uh, I, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, you've had these touch points where again, it just seems like that it just happened upon. All of a sudden, you're involved with Glenn Close, and that's that's yeah. uh, incredible. Um, yeah. And you you talked about acceptance, and I feel like that lawyer that told you to go see your doctor was accepting of you. 
um, exactly accepted you yep. for who you were and recognized that you had a pro- an illness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's fascinating how you've just uh, how things have just kind of been there when you needed them to be. Oh, well, I'm fortunate. Yeah, so I, I I know that. Okay, and and uh, I'm lucky. Okay, you know, I, I, fortunate luck are different to me. Okay, um, fortunate because I had family, I had you know the means by which to pay a therapist. Okay, um, um, all those kind of things like I mentioned. Okay, you know, lucky in terms of yeah, one day I found you know Glenn Close online. I mean, if I hadn't looked that day at that time, I wouldn't have seen it, and I wouldn't have read it, and I wouldn't have got involved. You know, like yeah. So sometimes it, it one has to be lucky in life. You know. I've had enough bad luck. It was kind of nice to see some good luck return, you know, and, and yeah, you know, and I would you know make comments on, on and, and, and send out emails and such because I was looking for opportunities. And that's how it used to be as a lawyer. You, you make your own opportunities sometimes as well, you know. I mean, when I sent the article to the National Post newspaper, they didn't ask me to do it. I figured out, let's just do it and see. All they can do is say no, okay, or, or ignore it. And that stings and it hurts. Okay, especially you know? when you're going through the worst of it, and you're putting yeah. you're you're exposing yourself and putting yourself out there, and it, mm-hmm. you know you mm-hmm. you you do risk you run the risk of uh, rejection and all that sure. comes with that when you're at your lowest already, and, and exactly. It, it, exactly it all came together for you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, so when when you know, and people always say they'll reach out, okay, for help and such. Okay, it's easy to say it. Okay, it's hard to do it. Okay, actually, um, um, the first therapist I called, okay, the bar size list of four that they, they had sent to me, um, I called her, and it took a lot to call her, okay, it took like two days of my parent, of my mother and, and, and sister kind of encouraging me and getting me to pick up the phone and do it. I was on speakerphone. Okay, I've been along if I know what speakerphone sounds like, okay, there's a hollow sound back then, okay, mm-hmm. you know, she was shuffling papers, or just, I was not her main focus. Okay, this is a therapist. This is a psychologist doing this. Okay, you said to reach out to me it takes a lot, and then they, I hung up on her. Okay, and I went to pieces because here's somebody who's in theory supposed to be the one to help, and and obviously not you know could care less about about, about who's on the phone with her. It took another three days to, for me to call a the therapist that, that I did connect with. You know. But yeah, you know, it is it does take a lot, like you say, to reach out, okay, and and, and to send that email to somebody and and hope that they will respond, hope that they will get back, you know. And honestly, I'm a little and, surprised that you you made the second call within three days because that kind oh. of an experience can be difficult to deal <laughs> it, with. It, it took it took a lot, Justin. Let me tell you, okay. My mother, and my sister, I mean, we talked, okay, and discussed it, and they encouraged me. I think they sat in the bed with me when I made the phone call the second time, okay, just to make sure I did it, and just to be there, and, and that kind of that, that that kind of thing, okay, just just because yeah, they knew it was tough to do, okay, you know, and yeah, I, I like I, I but I connected with this other other psychologist, and I mean, you know, yeah, great help, you know, um, and I trusted her because she, she suggested at one point that I, that I try meditation. Yeah, me and meditation just we're not in the same picture. Okay, back then. Okay, well, yeah. Okay, you know, but I believed her so much and trusted her so well. That I said sure. Okay, so I did a weekend, a Friday evening, a Saturday, and a Sunday. You know, you know, it was, it was the whole 
weekend getaway kind of thing, but like do a Friday evening and then on Saturday as well, and then been on Sunday. I had a center in Halifax, okay, and I went, I went for meditation, okay? And it worked. I mean, I, I still do it all these years later, okay? Because it helped me, okay? And I thought, you know, I'm so sick. I'm, I, I have to be open for everything, okay? The, the people suggest try it all, okay? Some will work and some wouldn't. But the meditation, you know, thing, it, it worked, you know? And, and, and yeah, so you kind of have to be open for, for, for new ideas, I guess. You know, um, um, but yeah, no, to make that second call, you're right. It took a lot, you know? Well, yeah. And I've, I've, I've struggled with that as well with, uh, sure. you know, you run into people who are bad at their jobs and initially, especially when you're depressed, you, you kind of put that on yourself. It's like, why, why does it, it, it was that person not interested in me? And that turns mm-hmm. into, you know, this is my fault again. But when, yes. you know, having gone through some cognitive behavioral therapy, you learn to realize that, you know, just because other people are bad at their jobs doesn't mean that's on mm-hmm. you. And sure. it's in, it's just unfortunate that some, some psychologists or some therapists just are, aren't good at their jobs. It's no different than I'm sure you've come across a bad lawyer or two in your time. Sure. And, it, you know, it's just, it, it's part of life, I guess, that, it's uh you know some people just aren't invested some people aren't in the line of work that they should be and it's yes. it's good for you that you recognize that uh when only within 3 days that you needed to go back on the horse and try somebody else yeah. um yeah. and what so I, I want to identify kind of a trend that I'm seeing here is that you're sure. you're giving a lot of credit to a lot of different people that helps you get to where you are um Definitely. get back to health and um you're kind of you know, this person helped me, that person helped me, um, this person didn't help me, but I made it, my, my family was there for me and they made another call and that person was there for me. What I, something I, that my, that my, uh, psychologist really instilled in me was that it takes a lot of strength and effort and, a, and will to get yourself back to health. And ultimately it's all you, it's up to you. Yep. With what you want to do with your life and in how in what you want to what you want to make of it, to to get back to form and get back to health. So and I think that's a testament right there that you that you made a call within three days after getting mm-hmm. kind of a bad experience. That you got right back up, and that, that speaks yes. to your will and your determination to take care of Thank yourself. You. Um, so on that note. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to talk about your organization. So you, and I want to know how it came to be. So you started an organization called Worth Living. Again, speaks to the the willpower that you have to not just get yourself back to health, but also help others. So sure. tell us about sure. that. Well, um, as I mentioned, okay, the first public appearance of me and my and my journey, okay, was the national newspaper article called "How Eternal Life We're Living." So that we're living brand, if you will, was kind of set back then. I didn't know it was a brand back then, but it was, okay. And I, after my presentation at the Image National Conference, okay, I was invited to do one in a national legal thing, event, a conference in Halifax, okay. Archie Kaiser, he's a professor at the law school, okay, he and I did a panel, okay. And that was pretty, pretty cool, okay, um, pretty exciting for me to, to kind of, you know, that, again, people wanted to hear what, what I'd been through and such, okay? You know, lawyers and judges from across the country, they sat and listened. And then I got involved in, I was invited to my hometown to speak there. That was another another event, okay? My hometown was different to come back to to speak in front of, and then the conference that they have, they have 600 people attend. It's free admission, and it's a full house, okay? 
I spoke there. Then I got in other presentations, okay. I helped those teammates, like I said, some, some committees and so on, some volunteer work. And and there was an inquiry here, in the, um, inquiring into the, the death of Howard Hines, who was an individual with schizophrenia who died in police custody, okay, after being, you know, tased and so on, okay. And that went on for, what, a year? So I worked with CMH on that for a year. You know, different, you know, different projects, if you will, okay, some local boards of directors, that kind of stuff I got involved in. So I thought, well... About four years ago, I thought, well, this is, you know, how do I put all this together? Okay, I'm, I'm getting more work. I'm, I'm getting busier. Um, I'm kind of kind of brand it because that's the thing, get a brand, what you're doing sort of. So we're living with the obvious choice, of course. I mean, it's a positive message, okay? You know, our lives are we're living. Um, um, it's kind of a, a neat logo. I had a, a – I met someone who did a logo for me. And – yeah, so I set this up, and then, you know, a number of years ago, it was just me online. Um, you know, I knew social media a bit better. My nephew, okay, who was just the best in the world. I think they moment here from um, that one, okay. Um, yeah, we are super close. Um, just pardon me for that. Okay, thank you. Um, he... Uh, he set up a, web, a website for me, and my, my website is like you know minimal compared to what he does in, 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 in his profession. Okay, so you know, and one night I used to go to him for everything with the website. I want to add this and change that and so on. And and um, um, he said, "Look, you can't break it. Okay, do what you if you mess up something, I can fix it. Okay, so okay, good. I knew that then. So away I went, and I, I learned how to do social media." I get on Instagram and Twitter and, 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 and Facebook more and so on. And, and I just sat for hours to learn how it all worked. Okay. And each social media platform is different. Okay. Different things work differently. Okay. There's different contexts and such. So I figured that out over time. And then I, yeah, other people got involved. I would ask people who want to be an ambassador, not a word I like. Okay. But it's a word that is used in this, in this social media world. So, I can't change the world, so I'll go with the, with the <laughs> language, I guess, okay? Um, and more people got involved, and then and, and more and more, and yeah, well, here we are, you know? I, I do presentations a fair bit. I've done Bellot's Talk Day, for example, this, this past January. I did one at a community college here in the morning, and I did the municipality staff at a lunch and learn at noon hour that day. I went to... University of New Brunswick last month to do a, for their for their first mental health conference. Okay, I spoke there. Um, I like the presentations. I like to speak, share my journey. It's sort of like therapy. I take the stage and I talk for an hour, you know. Um, and I've you know I kind of did it for myself to start with because I just sort of wanted to explain what happened to me. You know, that's sort of how it all started. But um, the world living, yeah, we have a lot of people active. Um, locally, okay. We have um, we have some people from um, other other provinces, a few in the U.S., okay, a few in the U.K. We have a super person in in, in Cairo, Egypt, who is trying to get some stuff going there in terms. Of, she's a teacher, a social worker, and 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 mental health is a, is a challenge there in terms of of resources and such. So we're trying to get some stuff going there. And. Yeah, and as you may have noticed during this, the course of this conversation, I like to think big. 
And, you know, when I do that, I feel better because this is how I always thought, you know, when I was so healthy years ago. And I thought, well, what can I, you know, let's do a conference. They're not done enough. Okay, there's there's the kicker. Okay, um, you know, and this is is a, is a one-off. Okay, we know that, but we want to continue doing more and more. Okay, we've I've done wellness days, for example. Okay, they're easier to put together and run. We're trying to do more of them, not just a one one-time event. Okay? What is a wellness day? Just to just sort of okay, well, yeah, it's kind of like a mini conference. Okay, I, I did two last year. Okay, one in Shetty Camp. Okay, here in Cape Breton Island, and one city mines in Cape Breton Island. Okay. And I do the keynote in the morning, okay? You know, we get together like around 9, 9.30. Um, the one in City Mines, I was approached by a group I work with here, a nonprofit group that I, that I that help out some, at times. And in three weeks, we put it together. I, I did a keynote in the morning, Q&A afterwards, because people like to start. If you've hit them and connected, they want to ask questions then. So we did that, okay? Um, we had, you know, lunch available, okay, in the afternoon, we had a, a yoga therapist come in and talk about that and, and go through some exercises, for example. We had somebody come in and talk about Reiki. Um, yeah, so like wrapped up around like you know, 2.30 or so in the afternoon, you know, um, you know, not not till like 4.30, like some conferences, they just, 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 just wipe away, you know, <laughs> everything. And yeah, it's like a mini conference. And we had about 45 people attend, okay, and we only planned like you know, three weeks in advance. Um, you know, people are, are looking for that kind of stuff. You know, they want they want resources. Okay, it's kind of like an awareness system. workshop, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and you know, the healthcare system is so bad that they're looking for help in other places. You know, so the the conference I mean, last October, I thought, okay, well, let's do a conference. Anyway, I had some good people involved. Okay, who, who, who you know. And so we, we kind of lined up some, uh, you know, I handpicked the speakers, you know. Um, for example, we have one person from, from Manitoulin Island in northern Ontario. Okay, her name is Ashley. She um, um, got involved with her living like two and a half years ago in the early days. And um, she's a DJ, okay, um, a jack.org speaker, okay, very involved in mental health. Um, um, the We uh, Movement, okay, you know, she and her family, okay, she's been to, to Kenya, Tanzania, um, the family went to Ecuador last year, her family recognized as the Volunteer Family of the Year for, for the We Movement, uh, um, just, you know, amazing, you know, what, what she's done, and, and, and the commitment to, to worth living as well, she does a, a Spotify list, playlist, you know, every once in a while, um, um, just, you know, you know, phenomenal stuff. Okay, and, and Jack.org, she got involved with them this year and has done, well, this past week, she was at Timmins, Ontario with, 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 with another Jack.org speaker. Okay? They did 11 presentations in five days at high schools. Okay, phenomenal experience that she's, that she's, that she's going through. Okay, and, and, and she's, she's become a Halifax to speak. So, yeah, the conference, I jumped ahead there. Okay, yeah, May 31st at the Atlantic Hotel in Halifax. Okay. Um, it's going to be, I'm the keynote in the morning. Okay. Thanks. I'm going to be a bit rude to do that, but I thought, well, Hey, you know, we're going to start with, with an, an indigenous smudge ceremony. We'll start the day. Um, I'll set out the plan for the day in my, in my, in my, in my presentation. Okay. The vision of world living and the, and the hope for that day. And our message is, is, is hope, healing, health, 
and the ultimate, of course, happiness. And that is our journey with mental illness. You start with hope, you heal, you get healthy. I, I, I say healthy overall kind of thing, not just mental, but, but, but health. And then, and then happiness. Now, not, we're not happy all the time, but if we can achieve some of it at times, then, 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 then we're, we're doing well. And that's my message in my presentation. And then we have um, some, some first-time speakers, one in particular, okay? Um, we've actually come in, as I mentioned. We'll have lunch available. We will have a, um, um, a panel discussion in the afternoon. We get some people that, that, were, that were talking to, to about that, okay? And we have a moderator from, from Virginia coming up to, 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 to moderate for us. Um, she got involved with the work living last year and loves what we're doing, and, and she's prepared to you know, come up from there, okay? We have um, a woman, Kim LaMontagne, okay, from New Hampshire. She did her MBA thesis on mental health and workplace. She is, is coming up to, you know, to discuss, you know, that okay and and her personal challenges as she went through you know depression and such um yeah then we have a wrap-up speaker okay you know shannon okay she's um i'm a teacher um um um, um event planner kind of thing okay there's, there's a lot of volunteer work in her community she's going to wrap up the day and it's just a day of inspiration basically sharing her journeys okay because i think storytelling is, is phenomenally it has to be part of any conversation you know you know we have to explain what, what we have been through so people understand the context and and, and our perspective and, and uh, on our lives and yeah we have a, a wellness room and that's sponsored by I'll, I'll plug some people here now because <laughs> they've been super okay um, true north psychological services okay they have been they have, they have psychologists and psychiatrists on staff and, and yoga instructors and so on. Okay. They've been amazing. Okay. I met them last week. Um, 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 you know, I know you, like you said earlier, you know, how, how you, you know, hook up with people. Okay. Um, the general manager of true North. Okay. His name is Keith as well. Okay. His sister, Liz cuts my hair. Okay. <laughs> and Liz has been trying to get, uh, you know, uh, the two of us working together in, in, in some way for years. You know, and yeah, so now we we are okay through Liz, okay, and I met with them last week, and they're all excited, and they're going to volunteer with people, okay, help with registration and all kinds, whatever whatever is needed, they'll help with. They're going to have a psychologist available to help if anybody has you know, gets to be in distress that day for some reason, given the the topics that will be discussed. Um, CMJ Nova Scotia, they're going to be involved as well, okay. They have a suicide hub that they're launching. Okay, in, in terms of resources, um, and they're going to take the stage and, and, and discuss the suicide hub. Um, I'm meeting with the ED in, in a couple of weeks' time. We'll you know, talk about this you know, in more detail. She loves we're living, what we're doing. Okay, um, she and I have been on some committees over the years together, but last couple of years, you know, nothing. Okay, so she, she did, kind of did not know what we're living has been doing since. So she was all excited when she learned about everything, and, and she's you know all on board there. Some other nonprofits will be part of the part of it as well. Um, we have a law firm, um, Wagner's as a sponsor, other sponsors as well that we're working on. Um, um, yeah, registration is going well. We're all excited. Um, yeah, we're all you know, keen to get there. Who are you? Who are you trying to reach with the conference? Who's who? Who will be the attendees? Um, I've been asked that before, and and. When, when, anybody, I think, okay, 
Now, I, I went to a, to a, um, a Good Life um, conference last year. I got invited to, 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 to they did one health. They do summits, okay, um, on, on mental health, okay? And I got invited to one health act last year, and so I, so I attended. And that was the thing, okay? You know, you know I, thought, okay, I'm, I was curious, as, you know, who will be there, okay? I got a VIB ticket complimentary, okay? It was $400, so I'll be blunt here, $400, okay, to attend as a VIP, Okay? General admission, if you will, was two fifty, and I thought, geez, that's that's kind of pricey, okay, you know, um, um, and I thought, you know, well, who will be there? Okay, a lot of people were sent by the workplace. That's how they got to, to afford to go. Okay, I went because I got a, a, a free ticket. I wouldn't go otherwise. I wouldn't throw for a dollar for 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 a damn sorry. Okay, mm-hmm. but you know, it's it's just it's, you know, it's a bit much. Um, we go in at 149 plus tax, okay. And people get like I just rhymed off this list of speakers. There's a gift bag, of course, like like most conferences. Like there's lunch and and, and snacks and such. We have, we're going to therapy dogs attend as well. Um, yeah, you know, um, it'll cover the cost. That's pretty much it, you know. But I think it's you nonetheless know, important to hold. Um, I think it's essential that these you know more events like this, this occur, you know. It has taken some work and effort, but hey, you know, what doesn't, right? Mm. Yeah, you're right on the money that there needs to be more of this stuff, and I, it's it's great what you're doing, the initiative that you've taken to uh, not just get yourself back to health, but try to promote uh, the awareness around uh, mental health issues to, to a greater audience. Uh, so thank you for everything you're doing. Uh, thank you. Is, uh is there anything else that uh, that you wanted to cover regarding yourself or, or, or the uh, organization? Um, well, as you can tell, it's, it's a passion of mine. Okay, um, I think it's critical that that, that 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 more people talk. Okay, and in the early days when I started doing this, okay, and 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 you know, as people would say, you know, you're brave, courageous to, to be able to you know take a stage and, and discuss such you know the darkness and something so personal. And I kind of thought, well. It's almost incumbent upon those of us who can to do it. Like I said earlier, I, mean, I knew I could talk in public, right? Mm-hmm. Talking about myself was was a, a different context. I had had to sort of you know, re, you know learn, of course, okay, and, and, and kind of you know get that in my head. This is this is my journey here, okay. But yeah, I think it's important that more people like I, I don't write very well, okay, and other people write about their dreams on on the website. Okay, we we, we do a podcast as well. Okay, I'm doing one on Tuesday. Okay, with with this, this student from 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 University of Virginia, okay, Kat Davis, who's just been a, a force out there in terms of the podcast and such, okay, doing incredible stuff. And there's got to be more of that, okay. And 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 I emphasize this more and more, you know, every, at every opportunity, you know. And not only that, but there's got to be funding in place for it, you know. Um, you know, we look at the businesses will get involved, okay. When, started, when, when I'm not being cynical, but maybe I am. Okay, when when it hits their bottom line, I'm sure you know the stats as well in Canada, right? But how many each week? Half a million, I think, don't don't go to work because of mental health challenges. Yeah, half a million miss work each week, and it costs the economy fifty-two billion dollars yeah. a year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just 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 you know, logically, just look at those numbers. I mean, it, it's affecting everybody. Okay, the one in five Canadians will have a, a challenge any given year. 
I think it's about one and two. Okay, you know, but it, it, it impacts all of us, everybody. Okay, and it's got to be more funding, more opportunities, and so on. Okay, and that's what what I push everywhere. Okay, and we have to be heard. Those of us who have been there have to be part of the conversation. Absolutely. Uh, okay. the, sorry, go ahead. No, no, good. No. I was just wondering a little bit more about your podcast. I was checking on your website earlier, saw that you've had uh, maybe a dozen episodes out so far. Yep. Uh, what made you want to start a podcast? I We have had a ton of podcasters on here. Uh, it's just kind of an added bonus that I noticed that you did a podcast. So sure. uh, I always like uh, talking podcasts with other podcasters. So uh, <laughs> kind of what's your yep. format and, and, uh, and how's that go? Um, I, I'm rough. Okay, it's stuff I don't know very well, honestly. Okay, I'm not one, and no offense. Okay, I'm not one to listen to to listen to podcasts. Some people do. Okay, I mean, on the way to work, they do. I mean, I, I just I don't. Okay, you know, um, why did I think we're doing it? Because it seemed to be the thing to do. They were getting to be popular. Okay, um, I found a, a simple way to do it through through Anchor. FM. You know, um. um and I did a few on my own, you know, some solo ones, so I could kind of, kind of learn a bit, you know. I did some with some other other you know people that were with that were living. Um, yeah, you know, and then this and then like this woman, you know, Kat Davis. Okay, she loves to do it. Okay, so we, we did a number with her, and we, and then the plans to you know roll out more with her. Cause we get along quite well. Okay, different generations and different countries and different backgrounds, but like we we cook in terms of mental health, you know, and. This is another means to, to connect with people, okay, to engage more people in the conversation. You know, this coming Tuesday, for example, we're going to talk about, um, you know, natural remedies in terms of of, of, of getting healthy. Like I mentioned earlier, like walking, okay, like meditation, you know, um, those kinds of things. You know, that's, that's our topic for this, this Tuesday afternoon. Um, I just think it's important that we try every means possible to, to, to engage people. You know, um, yeah, I don't edit because I don't know how, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, honestly. Okay. Um, I don't, uh, um, I like to say we're authentic because we don't edit, you know, it's just a way to say I don't edit. <laughs> no, it's a fair point. Um, it's, I, I've noticed that the podcast that I listen to, this podcast yeah. is, is edited very minimally. And I I much prefer to listen to people talk straight than uh, mm. than have a very like highly produced uh, production anyway. So you're you're kind of you're kind of on trend there. I think. Okay. Just kind of fell, maybe <laughs> fell into it, but you're on trend. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll say that to people now. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, it's it's been a journey. Let's say that, Justin, as I'm sure you noticed. Yeah. No. And, and, and it continues. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I love what you're doing with the Worth Living. Keep up the good work. Uh, how can people find you on social media and what's your website? Okay, um, the website is is worthliving.co, C-O. Okay, not com, C-O-M, it's .co. Um, um, on Facebook and Twitter, it's Worth Living K-A, my initials. Instagram, it's underscore Worth Living. Um my email address, I'll give it out because you can go through the website and find it, okay? It's Keith at WorkLiving.co. If anybody would like to get involved or participate, um, um, yeah, we do a blog that people share their stories, the podcast like we've been discussing, other initiatives as well that we're planning, okay, the, the conference coming up. Yeah, we're awesome. right there. 
That's great. And uh, so Justin, thanks for the opportunity. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for being on. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd uh, sign me up to, uh, to to help you out in any way I can. Uh, we, we will talk more for sure. Hint, hint, podcast. Uh, anyways, uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Keith. It's been a pleasure, yep. and uh, keep up the good work. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it. Well, uh, another uh, Luke, as you would uh, appreciate me putting it, a wide-ranging interview <laughs> with uh, with Keith Anderson. That was cool. Yeah, and a fascinating one. One of those ones where uh, I look up at the recorder uh, thinking five minutes have passed and 35 minutes have passed instead. It's always it's funny uh, off topic. I uh, every time we come in to record, I want to. I always like to have some meat on the bone on the podcast, and I like it when we get in the hour ish range. Mm-hmm. When we get to that point, like if I'm coming up, usually it's when we pass a half hour point in the conversation. I'm like, okay, we have some meat in the bone here. Whatever happens now is gravy. Yeah, and um, I, it's funny how often I have anxiety about. Are we like what happens if my questions suck and we're like <laughs> 20, and we go twenty minutes and we're done and it almost always it's like or forty five minutes in and I'm like okay I still have questions so we're we've got some meat in the bone here yeah so, I guess I guess yeah. it's working <laughs> yeah 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 for sure but it's funny how I always get worked up about it and I'm like oh I hope I have enough and uh, no uh, obviously uh, Keith was. Uh, on trend with that yeah. with uh again like you said i was go- i was 45 minutes deep and um still had lots to go so um i didn't know a lot about him coming in um clearly you can hear in his voice he's very authentic uh didn't hold any didn't hold much back he was nope. very very honest about his story and uh i just love well, it's it, obviously it's it's a theme that we have uh, in this mental health space more often than not, especially with people that are willing to come on the podcast and talk. Sure. That they always have, they've always gone above and beyond, beyond getting themselves well, but also taking the initiative and finding purpose in doing something more. Yeah, absolutely. That's how that's that's how I came to be. Like yeah. that's how I started doing the podcast was I wanted to do more, and it's it's funny how. That seems to be a, a real trend amongst people that uh, that go through this stuff. Yeah, I think that it's it's really great that it feels like every single person that like we have this never ending list of people to have on the podcast, and every single one of them has a story about how they're helping other people. And it, I don't know if it's just because everybody's like that, or if it's just that these are the people that have come forward because they're already forward about it. Um, it's probably the latter, but it just seems like it is, is a, is a really common thing. Yeah. I think it's, it's a little bit of both probably. I can't imagine it's just only the people that come forward are like that. I have to think that, that a lot of the people in this community are like that because they realize that, that somebody had to help them and, and a lot of people, you know, pay it forward. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks again to, to Keith. That was that was cool. I hope his uh, his conference goes well. And uh, again, if you if you want more information on his organization or on the conference or to sign up, uh, the website is worthliving.co. And uh, obviously, um, Keith put out his social media and his email address in, in the in the conversation. So, uh, not hard to get a hold of him. As for us, uh, get me on Twitter at j d i c k i e, or send me a message on Facebook Messenger. And you can get me on Twitter at the Elvermeer, T H E L V E R M E E R. As for this podcast, uh, set it off the top. I'll say it again. Get on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, Anchor FM, uh, Breaker, Stitcher, Castbox, Pocket Casts. I don't know how many else there is. 
how many more there are. There's there's lots, but uh, subscribe. Everywhere you get podcasts. Yeah, everywhere, almost everywhere. There was one person actually, I put out Georgia Each podcast a while ago, yeah. and somebody wrote, wrote on Twitter, it's like, oh, I can't get it on this obscure podcast uh, platform. I'm like, I literally, on the Anchor FM link, it lists like 10 different platforms you can get it on, and I was like, come on, man, just pick another I one. I mean, here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> If, if you need a podcast platform, like if you need like an app like I use on my phone, I would have to think that you probably go to your iTunes store or your Android uh, Google Play store and you type in podcast or podcast player. And I don't know, if you're like me, you pick the first one and you're like, that looks good. And you pick that. So if you're scrolling down two pages to find a <laughs> podcast player, maybe it's on you, not on us. I just got to get a, there. I get a kick out of it. She's like, oh, no, it's not on this one. I was like, OK, well, it's on 25 other ones. So. Or just listen to the link. Yeah. You can always listen without using a podcast app. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate the enthusiasm. I, I hope she listened. Um, but, you know, don't don't complain. It's, it's unlawful. Yeah. If you want to listen, you can listen. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, like, rate, review, subscribe, share. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.